Nation. It's time to hear live on the telephone with R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. Our present-day word memory comes to us from the Middle English memoria, which instead of a Y ending, has the I-E it inherited from the Anglo-French memory, an adjustment to the earlier French memoir, which had evolved from the Latin memoria, allied to the Latin root memor, meaning to be mindful, and before that to the Sanskrit root smer, meaning to remember. By association, today, Memorial Day, or Decoration Day, as it still sometimes is known, is a day to be mindful of the numerous events that have led to war, and a day to remember the numerous countrymen who have participated and perished in those wars. Inaugurated in the United States in 1868 to honor Civil War veterans, Memorial Day, or Decoration Day, was initially celebrated on May 30th in the North, and variously in the South, on April 26th, May 10th, and June 3rd. Let our mottos be truth, justice, and equality, and the heroes who have died for will never have been disgraced, said the Honorable John Peters at a Memorial Day event in Bangor on May 30th, 1868. In the latter half of the 20th century, when many holidays with previously fixed dates become, became movable, Memorial Day started being officially observed, whether or not the date was the 30th, on the last Monday in May, which this year happens to be the 25th. I often wonder whether we have not lost the sense of mindfulness implied in the word memory, whether in the process of remembering our fallen soldiers, we lose track of the causal chain that brought them eventually to the end of their lives. From the time I can remember, my worldview has been shaped by what former General and President Dwight Eisenhower referred to as the United States military-industrial complex. When I was born in the early 1950s, my father was doing a tour of duty in Korea. And several years before I was even an idea, my father and mother had met in Frankfurt, Germany, during the years just after the close of World War II. Soon my mother would become, like many other young German girls who had survived the war, a war bride and immigrate to the United States here to become a naturalized citizen. While I was in grade school, junior high and high school, my father did various trade-offs with the United States Army to earn his undergraduate and graduate degrees. Some of those arrangements involved his being away from home for extended periods of time, such as a one-year tour in Vietnam from 1966 to 1967. Three years later, despite his protests, I accepted a one-year civil service position as a munitions inspector at Ramstein Air Force Base in Germany. Rubbing elbows with military personnel most of my life, for me, Memorial Day becomes like that other day of observance, Veterans Day, and vice versa. They more or less evenly divide the year for me as important times of reflection. Thoughts that gradually and temporarily recede from the foreground during the interim months return as uppermost considerations on those days. I consider my many friends who were not as fortunate as I with my civil service position. I think about Rob and Matt and Ernie and Tom and Alan and Chip, who together represent each branch of the United States Armed Services. 
All of them were part of outfits using the armaments and munitions I was inspecting. All of them managed to come home alive. All of them know it was the luck of the draw that made that possible, because Vietnam was that kind of place. And the ones who didn't make it back from a skirmish in Pennsylvania during the Civil War or in any other conflict since then, those soldiers drift to the foreground of my thoughts, not just today, but also throughout the year. Of the 444,000 Americans who died in World War II, for example, more than 172,000 are either buried or otherwise memorialized in United States military cemeteries abroad. And the ones who currently may or may not return in one piece, such as a cousin's two young sons, one in Afghanistan and one in Iraq, how do we become adequately mindful of what we collectively are doing as a nation to put those young men in harm's way? Civil War General John Alexander Logan held that May 30, 1868, should be set aside for the purpose of strewing with flowers or otherwise decorating the graves of comrades who died in defense of their country during the late rebellion. No doubt the burgeoning botanical growth we see yearly at the end of May stands in extreme contrast to death. In that way, do we understand what Shakespeare implies when he writes, Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May? Seven months ago, at my father's passing, I read these lines from Tennyson's In Memoriam while my mother and I spread some of my father's ashes. Not all regret... The face will shine upon me while I muse alone, and that dear voice I once have known still speak to me and mine. These are the things I cannot help but think amid the bunting and the other decorations on this decoration day, this memorial day, to be mindful, to remember, and to honor and respect. From Orono, Maine, have a great memorial day.